What's good, everybody? It's your boy, A. Mike Boogie, and this is episode 79 of, of the EBS Podcast. I'm here with the crew, Obi-Wan. I've got the magic. Jesus. Can't believe this. Jesus. Negro. Every time I get on the He sang it much better than you. Yeah, and that's also why they lost. No. All right, young right, buck. No. What up, what's what up? up? <laughs> Jesus. We got a guest today, Amoka. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yes, glad glad to have you. Another woman voice on the pod. I think yep, yeah. gonna, uh, gonna appreciate it even more. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a dope, dope podcast for sure. So I'm gonna do something that uh, everyone doesn't like real quick. <laughs> uh, just because I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in a while. So how was everybody's week? <laughs> I just want to get under your skin. Nah, man. You know the week was was good. You know, can't complain with everything that's going on. We're still here, still breathing, still above ground. So hey, can't complain. Absolutely. Week was good as well. Thankful. I'm here. Amoka. Week was it was good. It was it's over. You know we're weekending. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact. I like that. Uh, but yeah, I had a question for you guys real quick. Um, I just wanted to know, like, how long are you waiting for a person on a date when they're running late? Like, do you have, like, a, a limit where you're like, all right, it's been 15 minutes, I'm out. How long are we waiting for them to show up if they late? Yeah. Uh, so, for me, it depends. If we go, if we, if the date is a place that I like, you show up when you show up, if you show up. I'm finna you enjoy. It's a place that you like? <laughs> yeah, I'm finna enjoy why I came to this damn place. But if it's not a place I care for, oh, you getting the professor rule. <laughs> you got 20, 30 minutes to show up. <laughs> I thought no the professor show? rule was 15 minutes. But... Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. Either way, you got 30 minutes for me. After that, I'll catch you. I'll see you when I see you, player. <laughs> Obi-Wan? Uh, I mean... Uh, is there some type of communication going on? Are you telling me you're on your way? Or am I just like twiddling my fingers waiting for you to show up? I've, well, hit you, I've, I've texted you and you ain't you ain't get back to me. My my understanding, right, as a male, what usually happens is the guy is ready and, you know, he call, either he's he's waiting and he's just sitting down while she's still getting dressed and, you know, 10 minutes has gone by, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And it's like, all right, we're going to miss our reservation. Or, you know, he's headed to the restaurant and he says, Hey, I'm here. Where are you? And she's like, I'm 15 minutes away. And 30 minutes later, she's still not there. God. I mean, I'm going to wait till your ass show up and I'm going to be like, and then I'm going to keep it moving. Like, honestly, it's like <laughs> I, things like that don't, don't really get on my nerves. It would, it would actually upset me more if it was my significant other versus like, if it's like a date, like if it's a chick that I just met off Tinder and she's like, let's meet up. I'm gonna wait for your ass to show up and I'm gonna keep it moving. You know, I'm gonna check it down. Like, okay, she was late. She really don't care about this date. I'm gonna keep it moving. Like, I don't care. And if so you're gonna place, wait? Like you waiting 30 minutes an hour? It's a gentleman. So if it's a place that I like where I can get drinks, I can sit at the bar, I can I'm chill. saying. Yeah. Okay. If I'm no at a restaurant, deal. I might end up leaving because it, there's no need for me to sit there and eat by myself, you know, when the intentions was to have somebody there. So, I mean, I'm gonna wait. I don't care. Mocha, I know it's kind of different gotta, for you. I gotta be real, I have never waited. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it might be a little bit different for you, right? I don't think I ever waited. I will say, I try to be on time, so okay. like, I'm an odd woman out. 
I think, because usually women run late. And I'm going to keep it real, real. I'm Nigerian. Uh, I run late a lot of the times. <laughs> uh, give me 15, 20 minutes. If I don't get there within 15 to 20 minutes after the time, I'm probably not coming. And that's just my personal <laughs> God damn. <laughs> and see, for um, me, that's no sweat off my back. Like, you don't show up. You don't show up. I know what it is. I keep it moving. Money, like, that's money still in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Shit. Exactly. Exactly. I, I'm not that sensitive. <laughs> the funny thing is, as you guys were giving your examples, I realized that I'm dated uh, because my examples don't exist anymore because everybody <laughs> is using like dating apps to communicate. Right. So it's not necessarily you picking them up, you meeting them at the location, which is mm-hmm. a whole nother yeah. ball game there. You know what I mean? And I guess the idea is if it is a spot that you like, then no big deal. But if it's a brand new spot, you've been wait, waiting 15, 20 minutes. I imagine yeah. I might get annoyed and just be like, all right, whatever, I'm out. Matter of fact, the day that I met my wife, I waited for her ass. Oh, for real? <laughs> now, imagine, <laughs> imagine had I left. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny as shit. Long anyway, I, I remember how long I waited. It must have been like 15 minutes max. It must have been like 15 minutes max. I it was don't, a I don't good really, wait. I mean, yeah, it was. Where we all. It was definitely well worth the wait because we married now. But the date itself was just was just on point. Nobody was tripping off of the fact that she was late. Yeah. So. Started off with with lateness. Yeah. Was know. were you guys you in constant work? communication though? Um. Yeah. For the most part, yeah, we were. Like okay. I, I let her know I was there, and then she was like, "Okay, I'm on my way." So her "I'm on my way" took longer than what she initially said. Of course, I'm sure that was all part of her plan. <laughs> I was in her neck of the woods anyway, so she she knew what she was doing. She was probably in the in the, in the restaurant just trying to peep you out from afar. <laughs> she could have been. That's actually been. I mean, smart. She probably wasn't. Honestly, she probably wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> she probably was really late. Just late, yeah. <laughs> but you know that's smart though. She, she was somewhere else. That's what she was. That's all good. But <laughs> like free game for men though. If a woman says I'm ten minutes away, she's fifteen minutes out. She's right. twenty. Absolutely. Like don't believe that. She's Absolutely. lying. Well, yeah, I think guys know that definitely. That's why I'm like, why even sweat it? Though? Why even sweat it? Well, good for you because after about 20 minutes, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. Yeah, I feel it. You meet her on your way out. Y'all cross paths. Word, word. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's get into the next. Uh, well, let's get into the first topic of the of the day. Yeah. So um, this this is actually a video that uh, I had saw while uh, on YouTube. Really interesting. I'd love to get everybody's perspective, especially Omoka. Um, so the, the Morning Rush news team in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia, they, uh, they published a study that was done, and it said the majority of women of uh, uh, our generation uh, are upset because they feel they have to date. They have to, quote, unquote, date down because they are more educated. They are, the, they are making more money, and so they feel that a lot of the men they meet aren't aren't on their level, quote unquote. And because of that, they're upset that they feel they have to date down. Yeah, just just to add some more to that, because I, I was looking at it. It was a study performed by Cornell University mm-hmm. um, back in 2019. They released a study, but if, it was from 2000, uh, 2012 to 2000 women, uh, 2000 women, 2012 to 2017. Uh, and basically, you know, Part of the reason why marriage is even declining is because women are saying that they ain't no eligible bachelors out there for them. Like, you know, they can't find a man that makes as much money as them. And so they're either going to be single or disgruntled because they don't want to date, quote unquote, down. Which. Wait, is that what they said? That they're either going to be single 
for this single. And that was like the the conclusion. Well, actually, I, I think I think that was a statement that was made. You know, so technically speaking, the the only single the only single woman that was like part of the crew who was incidentally a black woman, she was like, um, "I can do bad all by myself," meaning if she don't find somebody, she will stay single. Oh yeah, so that was that was the actual um, news, news team crew, that was yeah. that was talking about. It. She definitely. Let me tell you, it was two, uh, one black man, one white woman, one white man, and one black woman on this news team, and they was all having a good conversation. But this black woman definitely was not having it. Like she was like, she's pissed. She was like, <laughs> damn right, I'm not dating down. What the fuck I look like? You need to rise to my level. And, you know, one of the comments that the guys made was like, well, when back in the day when men was the breadwinner and they were working and they were providing, they wasn't dating down. It was you know, they were they were just dating and they were and they were doing what they were supposed to do as that breadwinner. And now that the tables have kind of turned, how come you got to be dating down? How come you can't foot that bill? How come you can't buy that car? How come you can't fill that gas tank? And uh, I kind of agree with him. Amoka with, with the look on I was your gonna say, let, let's find out what Amoka has to say. Yeah. Uh I, I was listening to Obi-Wan, but I got I got lost. Do you when you say that how come you can't foot that bill? Are you talking about the man in the scenario or the woman in the scenario? I'm talking about the breadwinner in the scenario being oh. the, being the woman, being the woman, because that seems what, what it is, right? They're more financially uh-huh. stable and they have more money right. than what these men are. And it's like mm-hmm. they don't want to do the things that men traditionally did as that person making the money. The breadwinner. Mm-hmm. They they want someone on their level, and I'm not saying that there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with that, but I'm just saying, you know, that comes with the territory, so to speak. Yeah, I watched uh, this this video, and you know, I was looking around for the lies told, couldn't find them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was smooth. That was real smooth. <laughs> you know, I really couldn't find them. Um, I feel like it's a twofold though, because I feel like there are a lot of women, and myself included, who are not looking to settle. Like I have come to terms with the fact that I might be by myself forever if I don't find somebody who meets X criteria. Um, and then there's other women who are willing to, you know, settle or like date down, as they've said. And I can see the frustration with that because I feel like women work really hard to make themselves independent and to better their own individual circumstances. And in theory, you want to meet a man that will match you. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who will match your energy or be better in theory. Um, and if you're not meeting that, but you really want to be married or you really want to be in a relationship, you're just going to have to settle for, uh, I don't want to say a dusty, but you know, <laughs> somebody who's not, they're not in the same place as you. Well, and it happens is, a lot. That's the well, truth. I, my question would be though, what's wrong with that, right? Because while while I do think that, you mm-hmm. know, men should definitely do what they try to do to be on the same level as women. You know, one of the things that was said was that, as you get higher up in that quote unquote corporate ladder, there are gonna be less people like you, right? So there's gonna be less options for you to choose from. Mm-hmm. Men make that decision every day to go date a teacher. You know what I mean? To go date a librarian, librarian. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To go date someone that really isn't financially bringing in those earnings. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they may make a decision where the woman becomes, you know, she becomes a stay at home mom or whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. or she works, she works part time. 
I mean, why can't you have a man that's that's taking care of the kids, that's working part time, that's that teacher, that librarian, you know what I mean? Or even like a, a, a part time pharmacist, you know, they're not yeah. bringing they're not bringing in that kind of money. You can still have a great relationship. Yeah, that's true. So I'm I'm OK with uh, with women feeling this way. You know what I mean? Just especially since, you know, as uh, uh, Mocha said, they women work very hard to to elevate themselves individually. You know what I mean? And I, I can appreciate that when you get to a certain level and you think I want somebody who's on my level or near my level. Why can't I get that? I'm OK with that. For me, I feel like the the I don't want to say issue, but I think the hang up for me is why they got to name it, right? Because yeah. as Obi-Wan said, for so long, men were doing this. And it wasn't like we were complaining. It wasn't like we were saying, why we always got to date down? It was, nah, I found somebody I really, I really fuck with. Like, who cares? She got a degree in basket weaving and she works as a basket <laughs> weaver. You know what I mean? I, I, I like this person. I want to be with this person. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like now that the table is, have, have turned, first of all, clap it up for yourselves, ladies. You've, you've worked your way there. But like, this is what men have been dealing with. Like, 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 let's be real. Women have been, have been yelling. I want equality. I want, I want to make money. I want to do this, this, and this. And y'all are finally there. Don't, don't get there and then turn around and be like, okay, so where, (laughs) where, where are the bachelors at? Hold on, young buck. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Yes. Women could hoot and holler that we have gained a lot, but we never said that we wanted men to be, but to be lower or to be like, not, gaining the same that we're gaining that's not what we said we just said that we wanted a chance to gain (laughs) (laughs) that's not what we said um and I just feel like I understand that men have been doing it for a long time but I feel like men and women are superficial in different ways and I use the word superficial because like this is a superficial concept to me honestly like I more no, let me let me preface it's more so about who you are as a person rather than like what you do but that comes with a lot of caveats. Um, I feel like a lot of the times what a man is willing to settle for, quote unquote, there's other things that he's gaining from that woman. It might be like what she looks like. I don't know, y'all have different like views of what you want from a woman. So yeah, she might be a teacher, but she might be a grade A baddie that she wanted. You know what I'm saying? Whereas for a woman, I mean, you could be cute, but off the, off the rip for me, you are less cute if you are broke. <laughs> it don't matter what you I'm look not, like. I'm not about you, that. Well, I, I don't know. You go from a 10 to a 6 if you pour. I, I don't I think know. There's, there's another side of this that I want to kind of look at it from, and that's the, the side of consistency. You know, women are allowed to feel this way. I have no problem with that as a, as a Black man. Kudos. If you have your limits or whatever, then that's fine. But at the same time, my issue is, is when a Black man says he prefers to date white women or he prefers to date a particular type of chick there's an issue there's an uproar from 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 women in general we are allowing you guys or we should allow you guys to feel how you feel about the fact that there's no men on your level and you know at the other end y'all should allow us to say hey we choose to date who we want to date but there's no consistency there and to me that's the biggest issue within this topic that we're talking about. Right, because I don't know if y'all heard, Swady just said the other day, if he's not getting you a Birkin, if he's oh not paying your bills, God. throw him back Yo. to the streets. Hey, that was wait, perfect. Wait, you shouldn't have even brought up that topic because that's a whole other time. Hey, we, we, we we go go I'm glad you, I'm glad you raised there. that. I'm glad you raised that. I just think... Um, 
That ain't some foul shit if I ever heard it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a fine line but let's between... Be, but let's be... Well, we gotta be careful. We gotta that's be careful. true, but I think that there is consistency, but I feel like it's a little bit... Well, personally, I feel like it's a little bit apples to oranges, right? Because for, for me, when a man gets to a certain level of like big money corporate work, a lot of the times you see that black man getting with a white person. And the reason why it's a problem or like the reason why it's not necessarily, I don't prefer it is because there's a lot of black women who are climbing up that ladder. So you can look, it's like for us black women, which is literally the root of the problem. I'm looking out and it's not that many black men who are in the same place. Whereas for a black man, you're looking out and you could find a couple black women See, who I, are in a similar place, but you choose the white one. I think and I black think that's men where would argue, it's a little different. I think black men would argue that that's not actually the case. I mean, Ike the Great has said it a lot of times on, on this podcast uh, before in the past that he felt that there weren't black women on his level um, mm-hmm. when he was in the dating world. So I think the way it's as scarce as it is for women at the top, just as it is for black men at the top. You know what I mean? It's, it's just not a lot of us there. So there aren't a lot of options. Yo, and I, mean, I can... But... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay. Well, I was just thinking, I mean, there's like the top and I don't know what we're considering the bottom. I'll use the teacher example, but it's, it's like no shade to teachers, but um, <laughs> the middle, like there's a lot of middle. So I understand that when you get to a certain place, in your work, there might not be a lot of black women, but you could find an educated black woman. She might not be uh, an executive. You know what I'm saying? There could be reasons for why she's not an executive. It could be discrimination, but um, she could she could be very well, like very educated. There, I just feel like, first of all, black women are literally the most educated group in the country. Right. So no, I are just we talking don't about believe... education or, or, or financial status? Right. Because ed- I you, mean, can have, you can have all the degrees you want in the world and still be broke as a buster. That's right. true. That's true. But wouldn't you rather have an educated broke person than an uneducated broke person? No. No. Okay. Not in 2020. I mean, bills okay. is hard to pay. It's <laughs> two income household. I mean, listen, I, mean... I, I just think at the end of the day, we should all be understanding. If that's how women yeah. feel, fine. That's cool. I have no problem with you feeling that way. And, you know, I understand. But at the same time, if a man feels a certain way, I just expect that in return. And that's all it is. It just feels like it's it's never equal. No, you but I mean, yeah. But, you know, this topic brings up an interesting conversation, right? Because um, I don't know if you guys heard earlier this week, uh, Jamel Hill broke the Internet um, with a tweet she had. Uh, the tweet was, uh, I have increasingly found that many black men just want better access to patriarchy. They don't actually want it dismantled. Now, obviously, um, people that was were, a nasty tweet, by the way. Just people nasty. had, <laughs> people had, like, like as you can see from uh, hey, Mike, people had mixed uh, feelings about it. But uh, this, this did, this did create um, a hashtag that stemmed from it called "Blame Black Men." Before we go into that, I, I do want to get Amoka's thoughts just on the tweet alone. Like, how do you feel nasty. about that? You, you agree with it? You understand where she's coming from? I do want to get. I kind of discuss thoughts on on the tweet itself. I think that the only thing wrong with what she said was the word many. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so it's a cliffhanger, yo. It doesn't really say shit. There's well, no explanation behind the tweet. That's no, my dude, issue. I agree with you. And I, I went looking for more, like, okay, was this did, yeah. did this come from somewhere? Like something. It's a nasty happened, tweet, yo. And no. it just came out of nowhere. No. Now, I will say in, in Jamel Hill's defense, in the industry that she is in. 
she is surrounded by nothing but patriarchy. I do hate to say it. I do hate to say it. We're talking about mm-hmm. sports here. Right. Women have not really, while we do see women in sports, right? We don't truly see women at the same level in sports as we do men. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and she and she's a great example of that just because of her knowledge, her expert, her, her time in the game, carry champion as well. They're not on the same level as some people as, um, you know, Stephen A. Smith. So I can see mm-hmm. where it's coming from. I do feel though that there definitely should have been more to accompany that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's just that's why I, <laughs> it's, I it's a nasty it tweet. It's, it's a cliffhanger, and and you see what what comes from it. A hashtag. I just, I just think the mindset. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just think the mindset behind it is that it's. But it, you got to look at it because it's 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 almost the same rhetoric that you hear from people who are trying to dismantle the patriarchy. It's that all men. Uh, participate in the patriarchy. It's almost like when you when you hear people say uh, all white people um, contribute to systemic racism, and then white people mm-hmm. be like, "But I'm not racist." Well, no, but you you contribute to the system. You benefit from the system. So I think for her, she's just saying, "Well, I mean, black men, while y'all are while y'all y'all are a minority, while y'all are oppressed, y'all still participate and gain from this patriarchal system." Now, to, to that point, very true. I just think there should have been more to explain that because at face value, unless you're able to dissect that tweet without like having inflammatory ta- thoughts by just reading it, you not, you know what I mean? Like you're going to get upset. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like people who read it weren't able to break that down. Like, oh no, she's just trying to say that men in general participate and, and gain from the patriarchy. Black men. You know what I mean? But it came off as you niggas is, is getting all this shit from the patriarchy. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Hold on now. Hold on now. It did come off that way. Let's be let's be clear. I think Twitter is Twitter is Twitter. So I think Dangerous. I don't necessarily agree that she needed to have a bunch of follow-up. I think she wrote mm-hmm. something and she let left it like a fill in the blank. It, you're right, um, A Mike. It was a cliffhanger. And black men dumb filled in that blank. They followed up. <laughs> like, they, y'all followed it up. And a lot of people, don't get me wrong, I actually understand that this is like, this was taken as an attack. And I can see how it was taken as an attack because y'all was all minding your business. Right. Right. Like, what? I can see how it, I see. Like, I wonder how her husband feels. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see how it happens, but I also feel like it didn't need to be, and I saw some black men were like, no, she's not wrong about certain things, which is why I feel like the only thing that I felt was really wrong was the word many. You know how people say speak from the eye? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's really hard when you start saying many black men, Everybody, like, who you, who's the many? Right, who are you talking, who are you about? talking about, sis? So, so that was, that's the real problem with the tweet. But, like, there are a lot of, not, let me not say a lot. There are Black men who do not want patriarchy dismantled because they literally have excelled in their career. They literally have got to a certain place in life because of the patriarchy. There are Black men can, who are existing can, in that realm. Can we it's say just, that? Is, is it all of them? No, and that's why everybody's upset. But I, I agree with you, but I do think that's also a generational thing, right? There are, there, you know, I feel that this generation is fighting against patriarchy, just as they're fighting against racism, just as they're fighting against, you know, uh, uh, any type of social injustice that are happening to Black people that are happening to Black women and other groups. I mean, we're not, I don't, I don't think that this generation, this Gen Y, Gen Z, Gen X, I don't even know 
all the ones from you know early 80s to to now there are different levels in which we are trying to face such things as patriarchy and it's not easy because sometimes you don't recognize you don't recognize it but then I think it's also not easy because sometimes people want to throw it on you even though that's not necessarily the case like you know sometimes people want to look at you and say well you're part of the problem it's like well no I'm not I'm not part of the problem you just can't get your head out the cloud and really see that you know it's not all black and white there's definitely gray areas uh gray areas within that and you know I don't I don't know that just coming out and making a statement like that is is you kind of address what those gray areas are you know but I, as I said I do kind of understand where it's coming from for her just because of the industry that she's in yeah but the the thing about it man like is because of Twitter being what it is you know I feel like it was more more uh negative that came out of it than than positive, positive. especially looking at the the hashtag that came out of it blame black men and it's funny because it was actually black men who created that right and it's it was satire behind it it's supposed to be oh what did what did black men do now what the fuck they blaming us for now and so a lot of a lot of the memes yeah. under the under the under the oh. hashtag were were hilarious <laughs> yes like like this one over 3.3 million americans have a nut allergy this is george washington cover I rest my case. Hashtag <laughs> blame black, black men. You know what I mean? It's hilarious. But this there's also it's funny, but it's also not fun. Like I'm okay. saying. Let, let's be clear. I'm not saying that uh men don't have a right to be annoyed at her tweet. If y'all want to be annoyed, everybody has an opinion, be annoyed. But like the fact that you took this black woman's tweet and like satirically like just made fun of it and just I don't I just felt like damn y'all whoa 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 I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying that y'all don't have a right to be upset but dang y'all like y'all just turned what she said into a joke and the truth is maybe maybe it's not many black men which we could argue that case but like what she said isn't wrong like it's yeah, actually but, not wrong, and, and I feel like we lost sight of that with that hashtag blame black. But here's men. The, here's the thing: we, we I, I liken it to how Meek Mills drop gems on Twitter all the time, and women be like, "Oh, this nigga's a joke" for some of the things that he says. There's no there's no this, difference here. That's absolutely the point. In in defense of black men, Twitter, right? Because Twitter <laughs> Twitter is 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 owned by black women. Like they they run, they control it. They do this shit all the time. All the fucking time. They do it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, they fucking we, like, hold on. J. Cole, J. Cole and um no name. That's uh, not the same. It's the same. That's they not do this the same. So if we're it talking so if we're talking about, you know, blowing things out of proportion in a sense, right? Which is which is what I think you're kind of saying about how black men kind of took this and started, you know, mm-hmm. um started blaming black men. Black Twitter, which is a majority of black beautiful black women beautiful black sisters out there i see y'all shout out y'all do this shit all the time i love y'all for it but at the same time karma coming back to bite you in the ass look it's okay just a little bit <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> but the pa- okay wonderful true karma i get it but like let's not lose sight of the fact that what she said was not yeah okay. but, but the problem the wrong, reason right. why people may not be taking it seriously is, is is how she delivered it and that's my issue it's a cliffhanger because like, what- and i and i get it it's twitter so it's not like you you, you want to go you know a, a dive deep into a conversation on twitter but again you know when you say certain things a certain way this is a po- this is a possible result of that, and that's what you're getting. Yeah, you know she I mean? had a, <clears throat> she had a mic drop tweet, and nobody realized she even had the mic in her hand. 
Facts. Like that's what it was for me. It's just like black men participated in the patriarch in the patriarchy. Drops Mike and niggas is looking around. It's like, damn, when she get on the but stage to talk? True. If that for was the, her tweet, would y'all have been mad? Because that shit's true. For the record, Sound I'm like not, she draking. Like, for you the know, record, she I'm not drinking a little too much. <laughs> I don't think anybody's mad at what she said. Yeah, I Obi one. I'm not. I'm not mad at the tweet. Like I agree with her. I'm she not right? mad at the tweet. I just want to know: Is there more? Like, are we gonna get more? Not <laughs> yeah. not because. Not just because it's like, okay, we, you've pointed out something that is true. You pointed out something that's going on, right? Black men are, are, are participating in continuing to advance patriarchy versus, you know, helping to dismantle it. So where do we go from here? Now that you've pointed it out, you let the world know. How do we stop? You see, like, what's next? Or you just wanted to put How out a tweet, which I, I guess that's what Twitter is for. Twitter is just for you to put your thoughts out there, let the world get it, and then you keep it moving. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I feel like I feel like so. Some people just say what's on their mind. I don't think Jamel Hill is going to be the one to tell us how do we stop or how black men stop. I think I read an article that she had this conversation with her friends or something, mm-hmm. and like it was like an overwhelming thing which led her to tweet that. I mm. think that's and what like, I read. I get but it. But like it's just it is it's random. Yeah, but that's yeah. the whole thing with Twitter. And yeah, it turned into hashtag blame black men. And you know what? Um, I suppose I will let y'all have that hashtag. <laughs> black women do do that a lot. However, you know what? You know what? Though black women, y'all, y'all could, y'all could have just, y'all could have just let this black woman breathe a little bit. Y'all could have really just ignored it. Pin drop. The reason Sometimes why people say things and y'all ignore it. Like, y'all just ran Listen, with this I, one. I, it was too hard to ignore because it was an uppercut out of left field. <laughs> okay, like I, I didn't know he was in a fight. I, right. <laughs> she I threw think... a haymaker and I was like, wait a minute. I didn't know we were fighting. Like, what's but going black on? women are in a fight all the time, y'all. She I think this black girl women, just black was just men, thinking off the we top all... and... we, we, we all didn't... Yeah, we we all in a fight. I get it. And and honestly, I don't I don't there's no love loss for me for yeah. me and Jamel mm-hmm. here. I still I still respect her, I still support her and everything she's been through. Um so we definitely like I don't care, girl. Tweet your shit, man. I, yeah. I believe in, in people having the ability to. It is. It is a distraction, right? Just like it is. Just like DL Hughie coming oh at Ice God. Cube, because <laughs> Ice Cube put out the Platinum Plan, which I guess was was too black for Black America. Why you had to put it in quotation? I don't, because I'm like, yeah. What, why is he upset about this? I like agree. why? Why are you upset that a black man who's been educating himself, who's been paying attention on what's going on in the world, did exactly what you do every day on your platform? Talk about shit like you know what's going on. Well, you know why he's mad. He's not mad about what he put together. He's mad at, that he took the time to go meet with the quote unquote enemy, Donald that, Trump, yeah. that, and, and that's but, the issue. Without actually, without actually saying that, and and what's sad is that he shitted on on Ice Cube, who is in a sense a black leader to a lot of people. Maybe not for the reasons why you would want him to be a black leader, but he said he wasn't. He basically said he wasn't good enough to be a leader. And I'm like, like you don't really get to determine that. The people kind of determine who they want to follow, who they don't want to follow. I just feel like Trump is the president. He is a Republican candidate for president. As the president, we as Black people are trying to get our agenda pushed out there. Whoever is willing to put forth something for the benefit of Black people and is coming from Black people, I do think we need to try to find a better way to support them than to basically call them a coon. Um, cool. now, now, if you did some... 
I guess if you did some coon shit, then okay, call them out. <laughs> I, but I, at the same I, time, at the same time, like I don't know, man. I, just, I think I Charlemagne like, had a good point, and oh, what he said what I was is, say. yeah, I, I had to steal it from you, uh, <laughs> young buck. Sorry. No, I, he had a very good point, which is there is a possibility that Donald Trump will be president, you know, for another four years. And the 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 premise behind this is that, you know, as black people, we want our agenda to be heard. So you need to present it to both parties, period. And you have to do it with with, you know, like, what is it? Unbiased. Like you just have to put it out there and say, hey, this is what we want, because we don't know what's going to happen come November 3rd. And I'm okay with that as long as he's educated himself. And from my understanding is he got together with highly educated people who know, you know, this this realm of whatever, and they put something together. And he he went to the Democrats. The Democrats said, "Well, we'll come. We'll revisit this after the election because we don't know if we're going to have the power or not." And he went to Donald Trump, and apparently Donald Trump actually took some of the stuff that he presented and started Just to put it his his plan. No, yeah. no, he did twist. Like he, he saw opportunity, but he also took some of the ideas they had and put it on his agenda. So, you know, for better or worse, you know, that's something yeah. accomplished. But something that I do want to address that uh, Dio said is that um, he argued that we as black people need the right people at the table, right? And, you know, one of his arguments is that we need educators, you know, we need people who are in healthcare, we need people who are in finance that are about the economy, we need sociologists, we need these people at the table. And while I, I do agree with that, one of the things that I've always said, and I've always said this about Cardi B is, I don't want Cardi B to run for president. Like, I don't want her to run for governor or whatever, but I do want her to be, um, I do want her to be like an avenue in which people can get there, right? She doesn't have to be in the forefront, but because she has the ability to get us there, right? She, she's, she's the tunnel, she's that connection. It doesn't matter as long as someone is getting us to the table. So if, if, if Cube can get us a seat at the table, it shouldn't matter that it's him Versus somebody versus somebody who's an educator because he's going to bring those people along because obviously he needs people around him because one person is not just going to speak for everybody like we all have a voice in everything that we're trying to do for mm -hmm. the advancement of black people so I'm curious about how y'all feel about who we want as as leaders kind of bringing people to the table like does it matter that it's a celebrity I feel like I feel like this is. I feel like Dale's really did. The problem is that it's Trump that's president. The problem is that we've had four years of Trump and we know what that looks like. Um, I feel like if it was anybody else, if there was anyone else in the presidential seat, this wouldn't even be a problem right now. You know what I'm saying? Like things are just very divisive at this particular time. The real truth is that Ice Cube created something along with actual like educated people that Dale Hewley was saying that he, Ice Cube wasn't informed. Ice Cube created the contract with Black Americans, which is what the Platinum Plan was based on, and that's what he presented right. to the Trump folks. And it's like 20-something pages, 22 pages long. And he met with, like, I can't remember who he met with, but it's, like, um, scholars of people PhD to people, actually, yeah. like, write out this document and mm -hmm. address several different things. And, like, politics aside, 
we need to give that black man his props for doing that. Absolutely. I don't see nobody doing like it was I, well I thought out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I have not seen anybody even think to do such a thing as that. And he was contacted by the Biden-Harris campaign. It's just that they said, oh, we'll reach out to you after the election. Mm -hmm. Whereas Trump campaign people were like, oh, come talk to us today. (laughs) And like the real the real truth is like Dale Hewley had one really good point. And his really good point was that Donald Trump never gets the right black people in the room. He gets like uh, when I, and I put the right in quotation marks. Right. So he'll call like the the entertainers, the athletes, the Kanye's, and people like that. Stacey but he Bush. won't get like an actual educated black person in the room, which is not necessarily true because there are some educated black people who are Republicans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But like that was a good point. However, like Ice Cube was well informed in that contract. So I don't want to lose sight of that. And I like Mm -hmm. all of this to me is distraction. Like, yo, don't get me wrong. I don't want Trump to be president. Um, Do I like that Ice Cube is working with Trump? No. But do I like that Ice Cube is taking initiative to get in touch with politicians? Yeah, that's like a good that's a good move. And I saw a really good comment. Somebody was like, we weren't mad at Kim K. When she got that criminal justice reform, <laughs> nobody Relax. was telling Kim K she was a or Corey, or Corey so Booker who went and praised up? who praised Trump for or, or Jay Z with you the know? NFL. <laughs> like, no, so Jay. why is it like why is it now it's that hate. all of a sudden we hating on Ice Cube? Absolutely not. Let's it's, have black it's men misguided do what he needs hate, to do. Essentially, so, like that is ridiculous. I just and, have a question. Uh, why can't our our entertainers be the people in the room? Like, I feel like we don't give entertainers enough credit for being the intellectual people that they are or can be. There are many examples of not only entertainers who are intelligent enough to be in those conversations, but entertainers who have have gained the knowledge because they weren't at first and now are intelligent enough to do that. Like, why can't we say that? I don't understand how there's, for me, it's it's almost like this whole notion that, nah, you got to shut up and dribble. Like, because you're an entertainer, stay Yes. But no, and as people black people, we shouldn't do that to each other. And and it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy because Q, well, Ice Cube's response was like all these podcasters talking about I'm not educated enough. I hope they could pull out their communications degree. Yo, D.L. Hughie goes on his show every day and quote unquote spits his facts. How did you get that knowledge, bro? Did somebody tell you? Did you go look it up? Did you research it? Are you, you just intellectual? <laughs> Are you just intellectual enough? I mean, I, yo, I, I, to me, Ice Cube is has always been an intellectual. I mean, there, there is another you know part I mean? of this, which is Donald Trump did kind of twist the situation and made it seem like you know Ice of Cube course. was was sponsored or or uh, Trump for is going to be and, Trump, and, right. and his, his, his son did it as well. Exactly. Of course, he did it. He did it. He did it with Cube, and he did it with Fifty Cent. Exactly. He came out and said he's yeah. voting for Trump, but you he know these white Republicans are going to shuck and jive. We and, know and, that and when they when they was uh you know had a picture of them change the hats to say Trump. Obviously, we know that's not true. Right. But like, but that's a good point, yo. Cube is not he's not fifty. He's not fifty, right? Fifty in this case said troll. I don't know if he's who knows. <laughs> but fifty, troll, 50 bro, was trolling, yo. Come I'm on, saying, yo. like fifty's a troll. Let's be let's, real. But let's be real, yo. Back it back back with the whole with the whole Bush and Gore. And and Diddy was pushing for people to vote, vote, vote. He voted for Bush. So people be trolling, but but they are not who you think you are. Fifty Cent probably voted for Trump for the same exact reasons why he said he's gonna vote for Trump. Right, taxes. taxes. And there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Honestly, I have more of a problem with people who don't vote 
and say my vote doesn't count than I do that someone says they're going to vote for this person because they do X, Y, and Z for me. If that's what matters to you more, if, 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 if your taxes matter more to you than being black and the advancement of black people, then you know what? Well, I mean, this it is a whole other discussion. I'm about to say, about rich side, black note, people. side note, because it's like the third episode. Obi Wan then talked about him not liking motherfuckers that don't vote. If you got something to say, motherfucker, say it. Say it with your chest. <laughs> we can have this conversation. Saying after that the you're pod. stupid for not voting, my friend. That's what he said. <laughs> Thank Facts. You, like, Thank you. I don't understand <laughs> it. I'm just saying your argument, the 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 I don't vote argument, is not as strong as I'm voting for this person because I don't want my taxes to go up to sixty two percent. That's all I'm trying to say. Fair which enough. is also, by the way, which is false. It's not gonna. You know, they were never going to take it to 62 percent. Let's just be real. I think I think it was the actual number was 38 percent, which is, you know, high for for people of 50 cents. It is high. But see, these these are conversations that black people should have. DL, Cube, 50 cent. They should be having these forums with people, people like people, voters, right, who want to be educated, who want to know how to vote, who want to know why to vote. And they need to have this dialogue, right? Because Q got money, DL got money, and they could talk about why I'm okay with my taxes going up this high because X, Y, and Z. So people aren't misinformed because obviously, mm-hmm. just like you know, Jamal Hill, 50, he dropped a mic on motherfuckers. And and even white people not having look at Chelsea Handler <laughs> coming out. Look, personally, I think that 50 cent well, Chelsea Handler was dragging 50. She was like, You used to be my favorite ex-boyfriend. <laughs> she dragged him. <laughs> But um, I feel like I personally am more annoyed with 50 Cent than Ice Cube, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little annoyed with both simply because we know who Trump is, y'all. Please go vote. But like, I'm not, I'm not trying to sway nobody's opinion, but why y'all voting for Trump? If you're Black, what are you voting for Trump for? Actually, it don't so, matter if you're Black. What are you voting for Trump for? Please. I, I don't know. know. Mocha, so, so if you had the opportunity before the election now to go meet Trump and present your plan or a plan to him, you wouldn't go? Omoka? Hell no, that man got COVID. (laughs) 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 No. That's real shit. That's a fact. I ain't going near that motherfucker either. Hell no. You're going to video they chat his ass. Send me a ass. WebEx link. Okay. You're going to hit him up <laughs> on Zoom. No. But my point is, would you meet with him? Whether it's WebEx, whether it's Zoom, whether it's in person, would you meet with him to say, this is what black people want? Or this is what I yeah, I mean, that I know I would. black people around you want? Like, to, to say no, honestly, is like saying, I'm not going to go meet with that corporate exec because he supports Trump. But yet, I'm trying to get my foot. Like, I just find it hard that we as black people would say no to that, even though we know who Trump is. Are you surprised we did the same thing with Jay-Z when he met with the NFL? I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. I, I, I think, it, you know, in our minds, it's kind of like once we decide you are the enemy, we don't want to fuck with you at all. There is no compromise. And, and, and the reality is that's not the way the world works. You have to figure out a way to compromise. You know, you got to get in that room with the quote unquote enemy and figure out how you can push your agenda and have them meet you halfway. That's just the fact of it. You know what I mean? And black people tend to stay away from that. It's like, I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. That's it. Period. <laughs> and, and guess what? That's why we are still in the positions that we are. We, we mad at, we mad at Jay-Z. We mad at Q because they're trying to advance black people, but they're doing it in a way where they got to meet with the people that got the power. I mean, how else are you going to advance black people if you are not the one going to the people that are, quote unquote, holding us back, right? Or quote unquote, not giving us an opportunity. How are we going to do it? We're either going to leave this country, right? Or 
don't know. Yeah. Well, speaking about someone being dragged, recently Jennifer Lopez was dragged for referring to herself as the black girl from the Bronx, right? And um, last weekend, you know, I was with family and we had this conversation and it had me really thinking about it. And, you know, I, I, the question I had in my mind is, as, as you know, a, a non-black person, can you say that you can still be part of the struggle? Like a, a minority, but you ain't black. Can you still be part of that struggle? And I kept going back and forth like, yeah, you know, you're a minority. You ain't, you're not black, but you still have your own struggle. So you can understand the black struggle and you can identify with it. But, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. What do you guys think? All I gotta say is Jenny from the block is slick because she said that shit in Spanish and she thought motherfuckers wouldn't catch on to it. <laughs> that is not. true. She did. Motherfuckers, she motherfuckers did is rewinding and using Google Trains like, like, what, like, what, what, what did she say? Right? What did she yeah, say? She did. She did. Um. <laughs> so uh, when I when I when I heard about this and I had, I had to go look up the lyrics, I didn't know that it came from a song. I thought she, I thought she just put it. She out just outright said it, right? Yeah. It was it was definitely a song where she's talking about she would always be you know the black girl from the Bronx and and I felt like it was like a metaphor, you know, not necessarily not necessarily saying she is black, but as in a sense that I I too have a struggle that black people have endured and. I can relate to y'all and mm -hmm. you know, you guys can count me as, as you see uh, a focus face that's and, and, and you guys and you guys can count me as one of yours, because what my argument was when we kind of had this conversation was that, you know, there, there are people who aren't black who can speak to a struggle that black people have had or black people are having, right? That was my argument. It may not be the same, you know what I mean? And it may not be for as long as black people have been going through it, but they can speak to a struggle as a non-black issue with that as a non-black, but you know, person of color. I think I think the issue with what you're saying, because what you're saying makes sense, and I agree, is that we're talking about Jennifer Lopez, who seems to to bounce around on both sides of the spectrum whenever she can. You know, one minute she's she's acting like a white girl and the next minute she's she's a, a black girl, Jenny from the block. You know what I mean? And that's the issue that some people have with her is like, well, it only you only say that when it benefits you. You ain't really going through the struggle. I will add, I was thinking that prior to me finding out that it was a song that she thought about those lyrics and put those lyrics out there. So she Rachel dozled us. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm. I'm. Look. I look. Let it out. Jennifer Lopez <laughs> has rode the black wave for too long, and I just think. Granted, this is the first time she blatantly calls herself a negrita, to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, but the real like. <sighs> Man, I just feel like Cardi B got these girls messed up. Cardi B done messed these girls up. Now everybody all of a sudden wants to be Afro-Latina and you're not. Word, you're not. Word. You are not. And like, let's be very, very, very clear. Like, this is not new. She granted, she blatantly said it this time. JLo has literally taken and appropriated Black culture for like a good chunk of her career and to the point in which she learned Spanish and wanted to start singing in Spanish, which is cool. However, like, I just don't, everybody wants to be black till it's time to be black. Like at Facts. what point has JLo ever, ever, ever said she had a struggle? Like granted, if she has said it, I missed it. But like when, I haven't seen her identify in that way in years. 
She didn't even identify that way when she was dating Diddy. Like, what are we talking about? And as soon as shit got hot, she got out. (laughs) She got out. She was gone. So, like, please, I just don't. This is honestly, I'm very, at this point, I'm frustrated with people who are not Black, but who are people of color trying to, like, yank onto Black. Like, let's not even call it a struggle. Let's call your life a hard knock life. Let's call it something else because it's not the same. Like, if you don't walk out of your house and are treated differently because of the color of your skin, it is not the same. And, like, do not call yourself a Black girl from the Bronx. You're not Black. What are we, like, you're not Black. Do we realize that every movement has has attached itself to the black movement? Every single one. Everybody want to be black till it's time to be black. Yeah, so, yeah, that's question. true. Because I was told <clears throat> that um, negrita doesn't mean black. Like I was told that in Spanish, it actually just means term of. It's like a term of endearment that that people use. That like she actually wasn't calling herself black, but just using the term of endearment. Oh, so she was using nigga. No. Oh. <laughs> no. So I have heard, Negra, I definitely do different things. I have heard that term mean it. Like some people say it doesn't mean that. So first of all, let's be clear. There's a lot of dialects in the Spanish language. Mm-hmm. From the people that I have asked about it, um, and I and I have a friend who is half Puerto Rican, half black. She calls herself a negrita because she says, like, oh, that's like a brown pretty girl or something like that and look i've seen a lot of comments half the comments saying oh she says she black half the comments saying no that's not what it means so what i'm assuming what i'm gonna chalk it up to is a dialect difference yeah. so i'm gonna chalk okay. it up to i can take that yeah and yeah. if that if it's a dialect difference it don't matter because you're still not black like you're not <laughs> black but but to keep with the theme right another person who I want to say kind of considers himself black was Fat Joe. Fat Joe um, a while ago on a podcast said that, you know, he grew up around black people. And so saying nigga wasn't even a thought to him because they all grew up together. And that's how he identified himself. Clearly, when we look at Fat Joe, we know he's not a black man. But Mm -hmm. again, here's another person, you know, I guess that's Afro-Latino that that identifies with, with being a black person and, you know, doesn't care about saying nigga out loud because he feels like he can say it yeah you know <clears throat> i do want to go kind of go back to what you had mentioned a mike about non-black people experiencing the black struggle you know what i mean i, I guess if if you know fat joe jenny from the block grew up around black people in these neighborhoods you know what i mean and they endured what they endured, then they probably feel as if they that's what they are. They probably feel as if, well, I don't want to say black, but they probably feel they're that that term of endearment, whether it right. be negrita, whether it be nigga, whatever it is, you know what I mean? And and it, and you know, the question asked is that can they experience what what we as black people experience? I mean, they can't experience what we experience, but I do think that they can empathize with what we with what we experience. And I do think we can hold them close as one of us, even though they are not truly one of us. Like, you know, I, as black. Why people, does everybody have to be one of us? They don't have to be one of us. I said we can hold them close. Well, we right? are well beca- because, welcoming people. But that's not even what it is. It's not even what it is. It's because we as black people, we need we need allies. 
and mm-hmm. and and we need people who aren't black we need people who are people of color we need people who are white people who can empathize with the struggle that we're we're going through and be there to kind of support us push us have our backs whatever it is and i feel sometimes that we're so critical of that that we kind of push people away and then you have people looking at it and saying you know um well for me i know what it's like for for someone to say that I don't understand what they're feeling because I'm not them. And it's like, but I still can feel just like you can feel, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. to me, I just feel like we're isolating people who want the same thing because, you know, we don't look alike or because they don't have our struggle or whatever it may be. And I don't know that we should continue to do that as black people. I think we need all the allies that we can get. It's just hard to decipher the authenticity of what it is like are you doing it because you're trying to promote your career or you're doing it because you actually and not even just jenny from the block not even just fat joe but i'm talking about people of color who have been marginalized right who have been uh who has had different types of injustices happen towards them who are still part of the uh you know this idea that they have been suppressed in this country so not necessarily jenny from the block or fat joe who in actuality you know, maybe not because they are in a different uh, light than we are, but just people like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think those people are it's easier to accept versus the people who are famous where you can't really tell how authentic it is. And um, the people who are famous are the ones that we hear about the most. So that's why you have some people who are going to be reluctant, like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Like, you don't understand my struggle. You don't know nothing about it. You're not the same hue as me. None of that. Like, you're just doing this because you're trying to promote an album. I mean, I feel if we... like... Sorry, you can go. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like you, I, you can empathize with the plight of Black people. You Like, you can empathize with the struggle. I definitely agree that there are... People of color in general all experience discrimination in this country. However... You cannot experience the Black experience if you are not Black. You cannot experience the Black experience if you are not Black. So I really resent the idea that like, because you, you've experienced some kind of discrimination um, that you can like, you're, you, you come on, come with us because you understand what it means to be Black. No, you don't. Like if you're not Black, you don't understand what it means. I understand if you, um, literally have a lot of if you've been in the black cultures and you have a lot of black friends and things like that cool I get it but like I just don't I under we, we can have uh what is it called allies and you can be an ally to us without wanting to be black that's just my two cents on it you don't need to be black to be an ally yeah you know I, one of the things that you said is that you know that when when black people get to come up everybody will get to come up right but that doesn't necessarily matter work in the same way right if somebody else gets to come up black people will still be oppressed i think that's just a burden that we have to bear right and i think part of that burden is is this idea of people trying to to be black for that come up like unfortunately it's like how can i explain it it might be the only way they're gonna get recognized well not even that man it's like I, I don't know. It's like turning on the lights. It's like you got two switches. One switch turns on the light in the kitchen, and then one switch turns on the light in the whole house. Again, right? it's the only so, way you're going to be recognized. <laughs> you know what I mean? So 
and I feel like that's just where we are. It's unfortunate, right? It really is unfortunate because we have a heavier burden to carry. We weigh more on our shoulders, you know. And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it's I safe to say that, that we're, we're, we're kind of split on this one, but we can agree that uh, when it this comes is, to Jennifer Lopez, you know, she has to be careful with her words. This is, this is a conversation we just need to have uh, more often, more frequently, more dialogue and more more minds in that conversation. So, Right. Well, Amoka, we appreciate you being on this podcast. And, you know, we just want to take some time and give you the opportunity as a guest, you know, to, to ask us any questions or, or topics that you think you want to hear an answer from us. So. Hate Thank to put you on the spot, but you know. <laughs> no, it's fine because you guys kind of brought up something that I was thinking about raising with y'all because I also saw Saweetie's video about <laughs> the Birkin bag. I did see it and I saw a lot of people upset. A lot of men were not feeling it. And I just want to know what's so wrong with what she said. Like, what is the problem? Why can't why can't you feel as though a man should get you a Birkin if he don't get you a Birkin? You know, you don't need him. Like, what's the problem? I would love to hear from Young Buck first. <laughs> why you gotta do this? <laughs> the other reason, so this is for our listeners, this is an inside joke because he know I was talking mad shit about this pre-production. And I was trying to get it out Talk the your fucking shit, way. King. <laughs> Talk your shit, King. I was trying to get it out the way before we started the pod, but whatever. Nah, so just to I guess reiterate what I had said. Um to answer your question, there's there's nothing, there's nothing at all wrong with with how she feels she should she she is 100 allowed to feel that way she should feel that way however i just think that whole mindset that she has is bullshit because i guess my question would, <laughs> my question would be Repeat my question for the congregation no. yeah, that shit is oh, funny. Oh, no, 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 i'm sorry this nigga said yes. there's nothing wrong with what you said but i think that shit is bullshit <laughs> no because because honestly speaking so so let's because let's break it down right She's she's saying he need to he need to buy this this and this he need to pay this this and this and if he don't drop him okay cool if I'm doing that what are you doing for me and please don't say oh I'm cooking some cheese some mac and cheese for dinner and I'm sucking your dick let me let me let me, let me tell you something pussy is is not an equator for a Burkett some Gucci <laughs> a Benz and your rent paid I it's guess it not. depends on what nigga you talking about I don't, right? no I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck if this is the wettest pussy in the world that God himself crafted this shit is not this shit does not compute. For me personally, this shit does not compute at the very least. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I guess I had that mindset because I, I personally would never ask a woman to do something that I can't do for myself. Since I can cook for myself, I can clean, and I can fuck myself. So <laughs> I, I'm not buying myself Gucci. So what the fuck am I buying you Gucci for if that's all you're doing? Looking good in public. Hey, yo, that's a bar. Yo. That's a bar. Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. Clearly. So we is not talking to you, my friend. <laughs> I mean, okay. that's a She's bar. not talking to you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Listen, she, I she think only... I think you know she was talking to who she's Listen, talking to. You, you know, when I think about <laughs> what she said, I think about pretty woman and the misconception of what pretty woman actually is. Okay. Pretty woman, the woman, <laughs> she was a fucking prostitute, yo. Let's not forget that. <laughs> she she was. was a prostitute. She was. She I mean, was. I know women love that story, and you know, some rich billionaire man came in there and took care of her, but she was a prostitute. He was paying for her time. And when I went, in, in my mind, when I hear what Sweetie said, is you, that's a fine line that you, you are walking, okay? Because when you start asking a man to pay for Birkin, 
he's going to be asking you for something in return. And if you're not willing to give that, that's where this shit can get dangerous. Okay, you, we're talking about transactions here. And, and to me, in my mind, when it comes to women and men, transactions equate to selling something. It's, Yo, it, say it. It's sex no. for whatever you're getting her. Let's, let's be honest. So A Mike brings up a good point, right? It is a transaction, and she's defined what the payment is, right? Yeah. Whether she's whether she knowingly did that or she unknowingly did that, she did do that, right? Um, you know, it is a hot girl summer still, I think. Is it and, just, nigga, it's and, cold outside. It's cold. And so what are you talking about? We in October. It's what I, I'm saying is this this idea, this mentality that that women are, are giving stuff up for these Birkin bags. And nigga, do you know how much a Birkin? We didn't even talk is, about that. That is, shit is, is expensive. It's not. Yeah, it's a Bir- if you got a Birkin bag for a thousand, it's fake. <laughs> Facts. Right? If you got it for 12,000, maybe it's real. I don't know. But, you know, so so the idea that, you know, he she, she's only saying this because obviously that's what Quavo was doing for her, right? Right. And, and if her and Quavo end up together... For the rest of their lives, fine. Personally, <laughs> personally, if dudes are, are doing that because they want to show off or they want to make them feel seem like they got it, I think that's clown shit. You know what I mean? And if women want to feed it off of that as well, I do think that's kind of clown shit. I don't I don't know what a Birkin bag or whether you got it or not, because frankly, honestly, you ain't got it unless you got Jay-Z Beyonce kind of money. Kicking out twelve thousand dollars plus Damn, for for a Birkin bag, you you're not balling. You, if you paying that much for it, you got to be balling. And I know I know Quavo ain't balling like that. He may well, got he money, but he, he got millions. 12, 12 stacks is nothing. Yeah, to a millionaire. but th- but the point is, it is. You don't have wealth. You got money. You don't have wealth. So you over here talking big shit, and that's my. I think that's what my problem is with black people. Right? They want to stunt. They want to look good, but for. For what you don't truly have money, your money is gonna be gone by the end of this, by the end of uh, by the like, end of this uh, half this uh, decade. My bad. By twenty twenty five, I will say no that Birkins do not depreciate. Okay, the same so that's she's gonna have so a Birkin. So you have Birkins, you have equity. All right, you can sell them, flip that, and make some money. Off. You, Let's be clear. If you Fair have enough. to sell your Birkin. My point has been proven, right? So. <laughs> My my thing is when you when you when you're when you out there looking for a guy that's gonna buy you Birkin and that's gonna pay your rent, you're looking for a very specific kind of guy, and there's yeah. not a lot of them out there. And, you know and that, but wait a minute, that guy is not necessarily a nice guy. That nigga's buying you stuff, but he wants something in return. So we gotta be careful. Like she, I feel like she's promoting negativity when she says stuff like that because her reality is not everyone else's reality. You know what I mean? And there's men out there, they don't mind kicking out dollars for you, but eventually they're going to expect something in return that you may not be willing to give them. And that's where the problem comes in. You got to be careful. Question, because I feel like one thing, because we're, we're throwing all this shit like to Sawadee, but what about Quavo? Because like as, as a man, like with the, with the because that's his girl. As a, If my girl said that, I would feel disrespected. Not even because she like, I would feel disrespectful for the simple fact that she's alluding that if I'm not doing these things for her, she's not staying with me. Listen, so that's I have your, to question where she's just, really coming I, from. I just said he's a clown. And yeah, so that's, it, y'all, that's, that's young buck's generation. And, man, why the fuck you got to be my generation? It was because, because, our generations too. Don't, no, don't no, 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 it's not. It's not. That's a good point because I, 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 I did ask my wife. She said if I was if I was balling like that, she would want me to pay. She would want me to pay <laughs> get her Birkin and pay her rent and all of that. 
And I, I, I guess my problem with it is if Quavo is willingly doing it, that's one thing. But if you telling me that's your standards, like you come to me telling me that I need to do this for you, bye. Like, nah, I don't got time for that. Yeah, I'll. I'll, I'll I go, mean, for y'all, but some I'll niggas go are cash, gonna do it. I'll go, like, no. And they're clowns. Let me let me not go on my rent because the, <laughs> the shit niggas settles for settle for while they paying forty thousand dollars in they're rent. Clowns. Can she buy herself a Birkin? Can she pay her rent? That's she might I be want, able to. That's but, what I want to know. If you can, if 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 you can do that, <laughs> if you can do that, then okay. I, Listen, I, I guess I, we got to blame she, little. I think it was she, little one who she, said she it ain't tricking if you it. got it right. Little Wayne said that line, and I think that's where this stems from. Motherfuckers just simple. think like they can just spend money on women, and women think, yeah, you spending money on me, we cool. But like I said, that's a transaction. Oh, Mocha, can let's I get to the bottom of what that really means. But can I I'm paying you? for you. And so what I expect in return is you. Quavo's, so, yes. not, Quavo's not that type of dude. I mean, don't I okay. mean that. Look at the nigga. Did you see the way he was humbly shaking his head like, yes? Yeah, Quavo. like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't Quavo, know. Quavo, Quavo's not that type of dude. But I have a question for Omoka, right? So my question is, what is it, what is it about women I guess, like, like, as a, and I'm not trying to get you to speak for women because obviously you don't know every woman, but just from your perspective, what is it about women that they can, they think that it's, they're justified in asking a man to pay rent? Like, I don't want to say what does a woman bring to the table that she's justified in <laughs> asking that, but like I guess that's what I'm asking. That's a valid question. Like, that's what, what, like, what is it? What is it? What, what is it that that a woman sees about herself that justifies her saying, "You got to pay my rent. You gotta, you gotta fund my lifestyle. You gotta fly me out. You gotta do all of these things." And I might not even fuck you. Oh man, that's a that's a long. Oh, I can answer that, but I feel like that's <laughs> a long answer. Um, I think from my perspective, uh, I think the I think what is happening in terms of like women and this hot girl summer stuff, I feel like it seems outlandish because of social media and like the women who are like on social media but like in real life this should have been happening for years like yeah. part of patriarchy is this idea that men have to like take care of a woman so like let's be clear take the Birkin out of it men have been paying for women's rent from the conception of time like Thanks. and it's it's a woman it's my body it's like who I am that is enough for you to pay for my rent you know what I'm yep. saying like, let's be clear. This has been happening from the dawn of time. So these women, they're not saying nothing new. It's just they're not talking. Like, clearly, if you're not liking what they're saying, you know they're what I'm saying? Like, they're, it's, it's, they're not talking to you. Oh, but let's be like clear. If I was single, I'd probably do that shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it, let's be clear. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Hey, I don't buy women drinks at the it. club. And Hell like, no. to answer your question, mm -hmm. oh, it's a, like a woman being a woman is enough. Is enough. Okay. Like yeah. that is like literally that is. I see. <laughs> I see your point. I see your point. I don't so agree, I, but I see your point. I, I must I not partake in fault and patriarchy because that's bullshit too. <laughs> a woman being you, a woman you is have enough. A relationship. You know I love saying? women. You have a different relationship. Okay. Well, women. Okay, let's be clear. Women and um, let's see, feminine energy, like being a feminine woman, a cisgender uh, I, woman. We get what you're trying to say. All those things. <laughs> I gotta say it so I'm not offending anybody. But oh you know, God. all of those things it's supposed to it's supposed to be enough if we are acting within patriarchy. Let's be clear. Like if we're if we're acting in biblical speaking, it's supposed to be enough. Because the Bible didn't say I have to help you take care of me. That's not what it said. It's like 
like, at least you kind of said that. But like, okay, but the the real, like the clarity of what I'm trying to say, Uh it was just like a woman being a woman that, what a woman is supposed to bring, all that cooking and cleaning and housekeeping and all that crap. Like you literally said, you don't want it, but truly like that is what's supposed to be enough for you to pay my rent. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I appreciate okay. that answer. Okay. okay. But I also I'll, feel I'll like that. in a man's mind, when he feels like he's financially financially in the place that he wants to be, certain things like that is not a big deal, yo. Honestly, like paying rent, it's not a big deal. I think it's I think exactly. it's the I think it's the audacity that if I ain't, I ain't doing paying. that, you you kicking me to the streets. You I if I got my motherfucking car, I got a motherfucking house, <laughs> I got this, that, you ain't kicking me nowhere. Your ass is the one that's leaving. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's true. If she doesn't have anything and you were providing everything, all right, then I mean, if you want to tell her to go, you can do I mean, that. But however, she, she can't she kick go, you to the curb if you understand this has been the transaction from she, the beginning. She can go find me? the next one, man. So, so that's that's what it is. So, so yeah. I, I I hope that uh we we answered your question and did and did that. <laughs> that was a good question. That was a fantastic question. It was a trigger. Was what it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, I wouldn't I say triggered. All I'm gonna say, man, is only rent I'm paying is my wife's. So take that as you will. Hey, hey what, what that. you mad for? Because that's the what only woman that? I'm living with. Thank my you. Wife, that's uh, my point. And that's and that's hey. the other thing. Anyway, that's, <laughs> let's not keep this trigger. Going. Like I said, I'm not triggered. I, but you ain't my wife. But I'm paying your rent, and we don't live it, together. Yeah. What? It Which means hey, I'm not getting one. I'm one. Which means I'm not getting dinner. For the record, both of these niggas is full of shit. Okay, we cut that out. We, we cut <laughs> that out. Niggas is financially out, set. They paying for that I, shit. I don't want hit. You, you must out. not know me. Not, not with no damn ultimatums. Get out of here. Man. Yeah, but you anyway, know what? Speaking of triggers, oh, you got something? No, I was just gonna say. Speaking of triggers, I think it's time we get into our favorite part of the podcast, and that is the not so rapid fire. Yeah, this is a staple. <laughs> this, is. this is a staple. Go ahead, take it away, Obi Wan. Oh, I thought you was doing that shit. Nah, I'm just transitioning into it, bro. I stay in my lane. All right, so <laughs> McDonald's has finally answered everybody's call for this shit. Omoka, do you know? that you can now look up on mcbroken.com and find out whether or not your local McDonald's ice cream machine is working. No need to worry. You can get your McFlurry. Yo, did you just come up with that? Because that was fire. <laughs> Nigga, you need to sell that jingle immediately. I'm saying? <laughs> no need to worry. You can get your McFlurry because now... They can, make, they can put him on a jingle, but all the machines is broken. Yeah. Like... <laughs> all the machines is broken. So definitely, this is also a shout out to McDonald's for finally doing something and making their people happy. So apparently, you can go to this new website by McDonald's called mcbroken.com and find and see local McDonald's to see whether or not their ice cream um, machine is working. I didn't know it was that serious. Like I oh, knew, yeah. I knew, but I didn't know. You hell, know what I mean? Yeah. Like I knew, but I didn't really know because I don't know anybody still going to McDonald's because I don't. Man, That's what I'm trying to say. Who is eating McDonald's? No, people, no. we need to do better. Young, <laughs> young, young people still eat McDonald's. They don't give a fuck about doing better right now. No, I no. <laughs> oh, I did not. I knew nothing about this, but um, 
I will say McDonald's has too much motherfucking money. They got too much money <laughs> to make a website to tell me that their machine is broken. Fix your goddamn machine. This, that's McDonald's. Real. I feel like this is this is less a good thing what and more hell? an attack on their customer service. Like how well, the fuck all is, your machines right? they don't so wanna, broke? They don't want to <laughs> get the machine. But they just want to let you know it's not working. <laughs> Stop it's asking. not McDonald's as a whole, right? Because it's 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 a franchise. So it's the people that own the franchise that are fucking up. That's the problem. Not all McDonald's are franchises, but yes, yeah, that's true. Oh, then hold your franchises accountable. Like that, that's not okay. Exactly. They but got I tell too you what, much I, money. I've definitely experienced in my lifetime going to fucking like craving of McFlurry, you know, on one of my high stints and going to McDonald's at like ten o'clock and they tell me their motherfucking machine is broke. See, that's, I be mad as shit. I'm saying I'm giving the look. That's how your store get burned down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like over what? McFlurry? Were you high? You want a McFlurry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell you I you never craved a McFlurry before? McFlurry's like good as shit. Exactly. Them niggas know what they're doing. Yo, McFlurry's a bomb. I was just thinking about that shit the other day, yo. I want a McFlurry. I didn't think they still made them. Which one y'all like? My, I like the M&M, M&M joints. Nah, Hell yeah. The, them the, shit's gooder than a bitch. The Butterfingers was the best one, but I don't even know because they changed they changed the Butterfinger uh, recipe now and them shit's is bullshit, man. So. <laughs> Niggas are still eating Butterfingers now? <laughs> Butterfingers uh, is, is bomb. Aww. Um, Y'all, these, first of all, McDonald's is not real food. You're, like, you're literally probably ingesting liquid plastic. What? I no. I don't, I don't definitely <laughs> eat it anymore and I, I agree with you. If you want a, a McFlurry, go to um, Chick-fil-A. Dairy Queen, something. Oh, yeah, Chick-fil-A, Dairy yes. Chick-fil-A has McFlurry. Always working. Yeah, it ain't the same. No, but they got their little ice cream. That shit puts you on the toilet, man. Fuck that. It do. That shit is like great laxative. <laughs> yeah. I love going to right, look. I love getting the yo. Chick-fil-A milkshake, yo, just so I can take a shit. Yo, yo what? <laughs> get the entire yo. fuck out of here. That shit is not a good thing. That's real a problem. Talk, yo. Real talk. Yo. You know what it means? It's just real milk. That's all it is. Yeah. Like it's real milk. So you're getting the real shit, man. But on to some crazy shit, right? That so 17-year-old white girl, uh supported uh, uh supposedly white supremacist is sentenced to <clears throat> probation for a full plot to uh, kill black members of an, uh, Bethel AME church. And all she got was probation. And I'm like, she's 17, yo. She's a fucking adult, yo. She should no, be she's in jail not. for life. Are you kidding me? I'm Are you just saying me? she's not, but I, I agree with your rage, but she's 17. She's an adult, yo. What? If she was a black seventeen-year-old, she would be an adult prison. Yes, and Please. that's my and that's my point. In my understanding, I understand. In my understanding of trying someone as an adult doesn't have to do with the age. It has to do with the complexity of the crime. So if they commit a co- adult crime, they will be tried as an adult. So if you got a plot to sneak up into a black church with a knife and stab their members, that is a well fucking thought out plot. And then a, uh, that an adult would do, and therefore there should be no reason why she's just getting probation. And, or sorry, she's going to juvenile center up until she's like twenty one and probation for ten years. She needs to be on a fucking watch list. She shouldn't be able to fly, leave the country. She shouldn't be able to leave the state. Yo. Like she should be locked up for real because she's she should be turn, considered a terrorist. She should be considered a terrorist. But you know there aren't any white terrorists in America. They're just lone wolves. Ain't that what they're called? They're just lone wolves. They're troubled souls. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the one. Are we really this, surprised? This, this guided angels. No. What? We're not surprised. What's they that young boy? Uh, what's his name? Dylan? Dylan Roof? Dylan He's Roof. still alive. He got his McFlurry. Let me tell you something. 
all I all I'm understanding from all this is that I need to go to church strapped. That's what I'm understanding. <laughs> Whoa, that's <laughs> a whole other conversation. Yo, that's real though. I, I, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I was I was You're in church. people's next to you, and a, a white guy walked in by himself. Older white guy. For real. I kept my eye on his ass. I would have taken his ass out immediately. God forget immediately. Yo, what is wrong first of all, with y'all? He was the only white guy in there. He no, he gotta get the fuck lost. out. He gotta get he the fuck out immediately. Been lost. He <laughs> casing the place, scoping it out for a later day. Uh, yo, he didn't come back after that. Why not? He didn't leave. He stayed the entire. I'm trying not to laugh at this shit because this ain't okay. This is not okay. No, You're not uh, hearing me. Take his ass look, out. Look, look. If if if, if, if Deacon should have been like, excuse me, this is a black church. Yo. Get your ass out. Yo, that's no, that's that's, that's racist. It's not. No. You can't do that. I know like, you can't it, do that. It, but it's yeah. a little bit unsettling. But as, a as a, bit. It's a lot as of unsettling. A, yes, as a citizen and someone where I know that black churches are targeted, especially a black church that's in a white community, right? Because that, mm -hmm. that community has now been justified and is all white. Hell yeah, I'm watching the motherfucker. I'm watching him and I'm praying at the same damn time. Seven hallelujahs. <laughs> like, yeah, that shit is crazy. But yeah, this is just, it, I guess it's not surprising, but you know, you would think that in this day and age where it seems like white supremacy is, is, is it seems like it's being more and more condemned that she would get more than uh, juvenile detention and probation. But, you know, we still waiting for justice over here, man. We still waiting for justice. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, this is nothing new. This is the same shit that we've been dealing with since beginning of time. Mm. All right, that's all I got for not so rapid fire. Thank you, Obi-Wan. Do we got so, any shout-outs? Shout-outs. Uh, I got a shout-out, but let me let me see if Amoka, you have a shout-out? Anything? I do. Not not to anybody in particular. I would okay. definitely want to shout-out all of the Nigerian youth who have been demonstrating yes. for NSARS. Every single one of y'all. Yeah. Like, truly, I think it's going to be the millennials and Gen Z to change the country of Nigeria because we know our parents not going to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> big you know, shout out to all of them. And, and prayers to Nigeria as well for everything yes. they're going through right now. It, you know, it's, it's about time. It's good to see that because it's one of those things that I said, if they understand the power that they had, if they just kind of rose up and came together, the difference that they can make. So it's definitely yeah. great. You know, and there's a there's a common thing here when it comes to politics, right? And and that is, it's like older people don't know when to to die. withdraw. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, and let young people <laughs> the young step bucks up. Say die. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, withdraw. And and you know, part of the issue here is that these these older people are still trying to hold on, man. Get the fuck out of power and let these young people who are the future of the country start to lead the country. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if you guys Nigeria. heard which this is actually, let me let me throw in a little second shout out. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. There were some young Edo youths who were cleaning the streets after mm -hmm. the protests. And like, that just goes to show that we're not just out here demonstrating. We're also doing the work as civilians, as yeah. people in the community. Yep. So like, like you said, like they literally went and were cleaning the streets of wow. Benin. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to, shout out to, uh, I'm not a generation Z, I'm a millennial, but shout out to all the young generations because like we are really gonna be the ones to, to make a change. Yeah, man, definitely. Big yeah. shout out to that. Big shout out. Anybody else? Um, you know, I'm gonna give my usual shout out <laughs> to the black people, the black youth. 
You know what I mean? Stay prayed up, stay protected. Make sure y'all voting. You know what I mean? Stay away from uh, that COVID. Yo, young bug, I'm gonna put your your shot on on, on a hoodie because your shit is consistent. Yo, you got to. You got, <laughs> look, I gotta I gotta big up and uplift my people, man. Facts, facts. Obi one. Uh, shout out to everybody that's out there uh, doing their civic duty and voting, or just making their voice being heard by advocating for voting, advocating for voting rights that are um, volunteered to serve. This is definitely a great time for if you want to like if you want to get involved, you want to do something, is to serve as a um, uh, polling, what do they call it? Polling um, representative, somebody that works the polling places, um, mm-hmm. especially now with COVID, older generations typically do it. They don't need to be out. They don't need to be around those people. So shout out to all the young folks that are stepping up to do that. Dope, dope, dope. <clears throat> I want to give a shout out to uh, BMX, also known as Black Men Excel and uh, Black Enterprise. Um, this past week, uh, week weekend, there was a conference and I would say it was of elite black men in uh, high positions in corporate who were just sharing a lot of knowledge on on things going on in corporate. And I appreciate it. You know, someone who's who's trying to expand and, and move up in ranks in their career. It was definitely dope to hear some of the struggles as well as uh, examples and and ways to move up and uh, also let me realize there are a lot of black people black men in particular who are are in uh senior executives in 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 corporate america and i think it's very dope and so shout out to them for putting this together there are a lot of companies a lot of people yeah and shout out to ike the great because he's the one who actually um put us on to it so so i i wanted to bring this up too when we were talking about patriarchy because one of the things that these black men talked about was diversity and pulling yeah. black people up. And it wasn't just mm-hmm. black men, but it was black women in general. Yep. And it was young, young black men and black women. So, you know, they, they always talk about representation is important. Representation is important. Like, I think that, you know, for, for people like us, you know, I think we're as you know, speak to the black men on the podcast, like we're, we're very lucky. We're very fortunate because I think we have had good representation that even the positions that we are now, we're good representation for those who don't necessarily see it, but to kind of see these black men, not even at the level that they're at, but just talk about just to be able to kind of give back to black people, mm-hmm. very inspiring. And I didn't catch the whole thing. I only caught maybe about two or three, um, of the uh, forums that they had, but it's like, we need more of these to be broadcasted. Like we need, absolutely. More, we need, we need, I mean, we need our, our middle schoolers and our high schoolers joining in, listening, being able to ask questions and things like that. And that's really how we really, we really, really will see an effective change. I mean, even, even for us, you know what be, I mean? Like, I mean, definitely for us. Yeah. yeah. But there'll be a motivation behind it. You know, like we can change the educational system for black people if we start to do something like this. Yeah. So definitely. And it was <clears throat> it was free. So that, that was really dope. Yeah. You know, yeah. So shout out, shout out to them. Shout out to um OG. You know what I mean? Shout out to Ike the Great. Shout out to Mocha for joining us today. We really yes. appreciate you thank coming you, on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. glad to thank have you. Thank you for having me. You know, taking the time to the hang time. out with yeah. silly guys. I know. I'm holding your own. Facts, facts, and, and dope, <laughs> dope question at that. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it's your boy A Mike Boogie, and this was episode seventy nine of the EBS podcast, and we're out. I've got magic in me. Every time I touch that track, it turns into gold. 
Magic, 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 magic,